Hello, football fans! Here we go! <laughs> Welcome to Football Fortunes, y'all. We're happy to be here. Welcome to Fantasy Football Fortunes. My name is Alec, uh, and I am with my best friend Sam, co-hosting uh, your favorite podcast of the week. Uh, so good yeah. to see you. Good to good to see you too, Sam. Good to see you too. Uh, it was a shit week for me fantasy wise. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all are paying attention here, but uh, our buddy Al Kermit over here got a two out of ten on his boom and bust last week. Three out of nine. Excuse me, Sam. <laughs> Excuse me. Three out of nine. Just for everyone keeping score at home. Uh, yeah, for everyone keeping score. I also went eight out of four. So you know, there we go. I also happened to lose my DFS matchup and all of my weekly fantasy football matchups. So it was just ultimately a really good week for me. Uh, For anyone newer to fantasy, you'll have up and down weeks. It's completely okay. Unfortunately, I can't predict the future right every time. Um, So you'll just have to listen more to Sam, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for now. (laughs) For now. For now. Uh, All right. So today we are going to break down – Week four, uh, doing game previews like we normally do. We are going to do this all in one episode. I know we pretty much have through the last two weeks, anyways. So we keep saying we want to do two. Um, you guys, I so I ten bar, and um, my schedule is pretty hectic. And the only days I can guarantee off I have are Tuesday. So we have to go on the whim of my Wednesday schedule of when we're actually able to record. So. So it's Sam's fault. If you're mad at us, you know, just email Sam. He'll uh, he'll deal with it. <laughs> stay, stay off of Herbert's Twitter. <laughs> or, or, or his boss. It's totally your call. <laughs> Which you can get at, at FF underscore Hermdog, or you can also follow me at Sam Graham, uh, S-A-M-M underscore G-R-A-H-A-M-M. Thank you, Sam. And I also want to give a shout out. I don't know if you know, um, obviously we don't, I'm not talented enough, so we don't produce and mix this uh, soundtrack. But um, uh, Sam, you want to give a shout out to the uh, wonderful folks uh, that do? Our beautiful producer, Rusty Highflyer, as I know him, Aubrey Woods, is just the man. He really goes above and beyond and does this excellent work on his own time because he finds it fun. So we just want to say... Thank you, Aubrey, so much for everything you do. Um, he's actually part of a record, uh, record label called LDM, or the Long Dick Millionaires, and you should go look him up on Spotify at Aubrey Woods, O-B-E-R-Y Woods, and uh, you can really find some good shit from him. And don't forget about our good friend, the good Dr. Freak Nasty. He also does a lot of music um, with Obri under the Muffin Mang, and you'll see them a lot together on their tracks, and they're really coming up with some really next stuff. Good stuff. They uh, just dropped their John Williams or John Pilliams EP. <laughs> My apologies, and uh, you all should definitely go check that out. Yeah, they released some bangers. That is for sure. All right. Well, without further ado, we will uh, hop into this slate of games. Um, the first one, our Thursday night game is Jacksonville Jaguars against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, we have the Bengals favored here by seven and a half. The over under is, uh, 46. So right about, you know, right about where we'd expect. Uh, I think that's a very fair line actually. You know, it's just one of those games where it's a mediocre, two mediocre teams playing against each other. Um, I know Bengals are two and one right now, but. And they do have the superior offense. That's true. 
Actually, Jacksonville might and the Bengals receivers might have a little bit better luck here because they uh, Jacksonville just traded away cornerback C.J. Henderson. Hmm. But they got, guess who, my best friend, Dan Arnold <laughs> from the Carolina Panthers. And so And a third rounder. <laughs> and a third rounder. So I'm a little honestly I'm a little worried about that. Um I'm curious about but maybe they're looking to have a tight end that can be cat uh pass catching. So we'll see how that all works out. But anyway. So yeah, tangent, my bad. No, no, I think me- mediocre is a little bit generous. Jacksonville Jaguars are bad. Uh, like one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, um, so, you know, I think they will get abused a little bit here by Cincinnati. I really think Cincinnati's offense can do whatever they want to them. So um, I would play. Would you give them the 7.5 spread? Um, I, ooh, I don't want to that spread is urgent they they really decided to make a number to make you think about it like the, the jacksonville sometimes goes down big you know they'll be down 21 to 3 in the first half and then all of a sudden trevor lawrence will have to throw it a billion times and before you know it it's a seven point game uh but Bengals are running out the clock so i could see a situation happen like that um uh i do think I think most offensive pieces are in play here for both teams. Uh, what, what do you think about the players? Um, my one thing is I was just going to say is I think uh, the Bengals have a tendency to play to their competition. So if they're playing a team that's worth to them, they mm. do play down and don't play to their potential. If they play to their potential, I would even be willing to throw Tyler Boyd out there because I think they're just going to be airing it out and throwing it all over this defense. Um, obviously, you're going to be starting Joe Mixon. He's a sure go. Uh, Joe Burrow. I'll throw Joe Burrow into that mix. Um, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what his start percentage is off the top of my head right now, but I bet you could find him on the wire or find him around and go throw him out in your starting lineup, and I would do so with confidence for sure. Yeah, and Joe Burrow's starting percentage right now is 49% according to Sleeper. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he is a good streaming quarterback this week. Um, and pretty much all the Bengals pass catchers that are healthy. I know we're still monitoring T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd's in play. Play Jamar Chase. At, you know, he's looked phenomenal up until this point. Um, Jacksonville side of the ball. Um, I think you can stream Trevor Lawrence here. The Bengals defense really is – actually, the Bengals defense has played admirably. I, above expected. Uh, but they are middle of the pack. Um, I do think you can stream uh, Trevor Lawrence here. Um, I think you can play the pass catchers for the most part on the Jacksonville side. Um, if you're in a pinch, DJ Shark. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, I think are all in play. James Robinson had a great game, uh, the running back for the Jaguars as well. Um, I, I really think you're a go on him too. Uh, is, you know, is there anyone you don't like in this game, Sam? You know, I'm going to have my hesitations on uh, all the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just the offense has nearly not clicked and shown they can be explosive and productive. When you're on an offense that's not scoring a lot of points, you're not getting, you know what I mean? There's, If the pie is small, you can only get so much of the pie. And that's kind of where I, my hesitations when it comes to Jacksonville uh, come up. I've talked myself into the over. I'm taking the over on this game. Um so I, I, I think we're good there. I do think there will be a good bit of points put up. It may be garbage time, but regardless. Um, but you didn't answer if uh, Bengals will cover. Yeah, I don't think they'll cover. I think I think this is going to be a closer game than we anticipate. Um, That's what I'm saying. By the end of it. 
I think and I think there'll be mistakes on both sides. So if you want to play one of these defenses, I would I wouldn't be uh, opposed to that. Yeah, uh Bengals defense looks pretty good, I believe in DFS. Uh I think I'm going to be streaming them this week. Um but yeah, that's that's about it for this. Um who's your streamer of this game? Who who would you flex? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I, Tyler Boyd is going to be my top flex, especially if uh, T. Higgins finds himself out of the lineup. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and I, I'll go, I mean, LaVisca Chenault, I think you can't. I know he's been disappointing, but he's getting a lot of targets. I think you can flex him here um, as well. All right, uh, enough with that one. Uh, moving on to our next game, we have Washington at Atlanta, uh, Washington football team. Uh, football team is favored here by one and a half. The over-under is 48. 40 fucking eight. Where the hell did they get that over-under? I'm smashing the under there. Um, what do you like about this game, Sam? I like the Washington football team's defense. I think Chase Young is going to have a field day on that offensive line, and uh, Matt Ryan's going to find himself on the ground quite a bit. Um, I think Terry McLaurin is going to come back to full strength because – Sorry, I had a burp there. Oh, yeah, because he had to deal with Tredavious White all week last week, and this week he is not going to have to deal with that, and I think he's going to have a field day against Atlanta. And so I really like the receivers. I also think, um, what's his name, Logan Thomas has a real chance at uh, having a comeback game after last week. The Falcons have allowed the six most points to tight end so far this year, or six most per, per game so far this year, so... I would be, wouldn't be afraid to start Logan Thomas. And then uh, Antonio Gibson. Obviously, you're going to be starting him, but I think the fun one there is actually going to be as well as uh, J.D. McKissick. Um, the uh, Falcons have allowed 107 receiving yards to receivers so far, which is uh, in top 10 in the league, and that's where J.D. McKissick is going to get most of his points. Do you think Taylor Haneke is a streaming option here? Uh, yes, I do like Taylor Hankey, and I do think uh, how susceptible the Falcons are to quarterbacks, um, being giving up six most points so far and averaging like 27 points a game to quarterbacks. Uh, I really do believe in Heineke's ability to put up those numbers because you can find him on the wire in like pretty much every league. Would you play Haneke or Jameis Winston? Oh, what's the New Orleans matchup again this week? Giants. Honestly, I think I might be going Tyler Haneke in that one. I think I think um, Jameis might be going. I think this is the week Haneke breaks uh, 20 points, and I'm not sure if I see that out of Jameis against the Giants. Yeah, I think no. they're going to want to keep that one on the just keep moving that one downfield. One, one more for you, Taylor Haneke or Teddy B. Oh, uh, te- uh, Haneke this week because the Denver has a tough matchup. I just Baltimore. Uh, yeah, against Baltimore. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Hanky because I do believe that Baltimore is going to make Teddy make some mistakes. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think Taney, uh, Taylor Hanky is a streaming option and he's made some bad decisions during the game, but his throws actually are pretty accurate. Uh, it's um, more, I think mental, uh, where his picks are coming from. He's just getting read, um, by the defense, but, but some of his throws are really accurate. He's, he's been impressive for, for what I've seen. Um, Sorry. You know, just a fun fact, uh, he was once on the Vikings, and when Case Keenum came to town, Haneke was kind of like his one of his sleeper competitions. But like you said, he has amazing ability, 
but he's, his uh, decision making has just never been at top professional level. Yeah, and it's he's throwing a couple picks a game due to his decision making as well. So right. I, I don't think he's like the long term answer, but you know he's impressive. Uh, Atlanta, um, obviously, you're playing Calvin Ridley, you're playing Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm not streaming Matt Ryan here. No, uh, Matt Ryan is really last faith. I've lost faith in Matt Ryan. And uh, I'm going to need to see more from him before I'm willing to start him. I've actually dropped him in my dyna- our dynasty league, if you saw that. Washington's defense also hasn't really lived up to potential. Uh, we thought they were going to be a top-five unit coming into the year. They really haven't been. They've been really not good in terms of pass defense. So uh, we really think the pass rush is going to get there, though, in this game. And, and I agree with everything you say about Matt Ryan. Um, what do you make about the uh, running back situation between the Mike Davis, Cordell Patterson, whatever the hell split you want to call that? So Cordero Patterson got 14, tar- uh, seven uh, carries and seven targets last week. Well, Cord- uh, what's his name? Mike Davis got 12 carries and four targets. So that split is so crazy to me. And from what I've seen, Cordero Patterson is like having the bigger plays. The You know what I mean? The downfield. You know, he had six receptions for 82 yards last week. He's just and he's just shown that he is that big playability. Like we always like that's why he's a kick returner. That's why he's a Hall of Future possible Hall of Famer for his kick returning. Well, you know, the only reason because his career otherwise has been except but like he just you give that guy space and he can uh make distance. And I really think that Cordero Patterson is really making Mike Davis sweat. And Mike Davis owners should be sweating. And I hope they had Cordero Patterson. And I just want to say, I put in my – so the fantasy football a face-off, FF face-off a podcast I uh, have uh, some sort of relationship with. <laughs> I wrote an article, my first article for them. And my first stash was to go get Cordero Patterson and put him on your team – because he is going to be relevant this year. And I just want to say, I was totally right. <laughs> yeah, fade Mike Davis at all costs. Um, quick, who's your, who's your sleeper? <laughs> sleeper for this week? Sleeper for this game. Who, who would you flex? Who do you feel confident flexing? Oh, flexing. Um, honestly, maybe Adam Humphreys. Gross. Uh, the second, he's the <laughs> because Kurt, without Curtis Samuel, he's the number two receiver for the Washington football team. Hey, They're going to do everything they can do to stop, uh, what's his name, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. And so Adam Humphrey, and then Logan Thomas is the number two, uh, number two option. Antonio Gibson is the number three. Atlanta can't cover four people. Yeah. So I actually would be in pro Adam. I think Adam Humphreys gets a touchdown. That's all you can expect, but I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Humphreys finds himself in the end zone this week. I also think that you can stream Alamadate as the Kias, um, the now wide receiver two on the Atlanta side with Russell Ooh. Gage. <laughs> Sam likes Fuck Russell it. Gage. <laughs> Except he's just not, he's been injured and not, not good. productive when he's on <laughs> the field. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Um, we have Buffalo at Houston. Uh, this one is a doozy. 16 and a half point favorites, the Bills. Uh, over under is 48. Damn. I mean, it doesn't feel good, but I think the Bills cover. Dude. Yeah. The Oh, yeah. You get oh, 17 point spread, man. Dude, their last two weeks, they have been just destroying 
opponents. And now they get the uh, and now they get the Texans. I think this is going to be just a beatdown. Do you see that uh, sleeper is only projected Davis Mills eleven points? Oh my god! I I think that might be generous. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that one's going to be rough. It actually. Looking at this, I'm going to probably change one of my um, bus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and change one of my bus. I'm going to be announcing earlier this year. So hold off on the Texans, y'all. Everyone you can this week. This uh, yeah. offense is too good. Uh, Brandon Cooks has been killing it, but he's the only one that's been killing it, and this uh, defense is going to make sure that he's not going to beat them. I do, do think you have to play him this week, though. Like, he's done too well for me to sit him He's the bench. only – no, I guess. But do not freak out when he has a dud. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. That's that's fair. I think that's the fairest thing I can say. Do not freak out when Brandon Cooks so disappoints you. So, would you play Brandon week. Cooks or Allen Robinson? Ah, uh, Chicago is going up again. Detroit. Chi- Allen Robinson been awful. Um, I, I think care. I'd go Cooks. I'm, I think I'd go Cooks here. I just right I the hot really hand. don't think he's going to – I think that defense is just not going to let him go. Um, okay, fair enough. I'm just, I'm just going to look at pro football focus real quick, and if I look at the pass coverage ability. B- Buffalo's defense Buffalo, is fantastic. They're, fifth. they're yeah. fifth overall. They're rated fifth overall in pro football focus when they're it comes fantastic. to coverage. And I just – you know what I mean? And then – and just right up there just the same – at ninth for pass rush. So I just think they're going to not be able to do very much through the air. Oh, they're going to eat the Texans. I just think with the garbage you time. Know what? After looking at this, giving them the spread. I'll give the Bills <laughs> That's the spread. what I, I said, bet too. That, I, bet, I bet this is a three It doesn't score feel game. good, but I'll it's give a it three to score them. game. Absolutely. Um, you playing everyone on the Bills side. Uh, receiver. Uh, so, oh, so we'll oh talk about God. it. Well, no, we did talk about it. We said play Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. We, me yes. and you said they were very good plays, and look at that. Yeah. And so right now, honestly, the most person who worries me most on that team is Stephon Diggs because they do, they can spread the ball around. They don't need to go to I would start. I would stream Dawson Knox if you're looking for a tight end this Hell week. Hell, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how, that's I how like that. I'm feeling. Um, I am big time. Uh, go all on in the Bills. The only word. Um, I'm a little nervous about Devin Singletary. They're like Zach Moss. You're not showing up, and he's like, "Okay, I'll show up." You know what I mean? But he scored two touchdowns, right? Uh, yeah, I think he did. And one too. was even pass catching. And so you, you know, he, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that went down. And um, that just shows that now the. Bills are now a between the twenties running back and a red zone running back, and you know who it sucks to have on your fantasy team in that situation? The between the twenties running back, Devin Singletary. <laughs> so Devin Singletary is the I'm a little hesitant on him this week, and don't before and you guys, I have stock in Devin Singletary. I believe in Devin Singletary. I've liked him for years. I really just think the Bills is the worst team he could be on for his skill set. Um, but I'm sleeping on him this week because they're just not going to need him. Or maybe I'm totally wrong. I think, and they right. don't need, and they don't need anyone else, and they just put it on his shoulders only. No, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, the game script's not going to be Devin Singletary. Uh, good. Uh, granted, you could do worse. Uh, these Texans suck. Um, all right, 
that's that sums it up. Bills onslaught. Go for it. Stop. Uh, Don't go for the Houston. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. Moving on to our next game, we got the uh, divisional game. Nice. The Bears at uh, the Lions. Um, The Bears are favored by three here. Uh, The over under of this game is forty two and a half. Um, That is a fair over under. I think I'm actually going to take the over here though. Uh, so first thing I'm going to say about this, the Lions are the most impressive 0-3 team this year. Have you liked what you see? Yeah, man. Uh, Jared Goff is playing his best football, I think. I, you know I'm amazed what I mean? as to this team's structure because everything's going. So the running backs here are uh, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. I mean, they're right now supporting two RB That is a one-two punch. And that is so unique for Detroit. Detroit has never been able to sustain one running back. They, you know, remember when they went like six to ten years without a hundred rushing yards in a game? And yeah. now they're doing now look what these two are doing. So this whole new transfer that they've done is really impressive and good for Detroit and I agree with you they are one of the better looking 0 and 3 teams but you know you're still 0 and 3 but this is divisional matchup so this is you know and these are always a lot harder and a lot more fought so so they're um uh they've lost why do I want to say they've lost every game by about two points yeah and I think they I'm pretty sure they led the uh league last year in one score games and but Detroit listen to for their, two years as last uh, just games and games or you know what I mean. Listen to their schedule though. They had the Ravens, the Packers, and the Niners. That's not an easy start to the season either. So I, I'm actually impressed. I really think better days are coming for Detroit. Uh, they'll get their win here. They should have won last game. Well, Marquise Brown should have won it, and then <laughs> and then they shouldn't have. They but, had their opportunity. Yes, yes, yeah. They have more than enough opportunity. Um, so, yeah, TJ Hawkinson's in play here. Jamal Williams, uh, DeAndre Swift. His defense is stouter on the Chicago side, so I do I, – I would fade Jared Goff in this one. I don't think he's a good streamer. Uh, Are you playing any receivers from Detroit? I'm not. No, I, I don't think there's any real talent there. They haven't it's done a anything there. Yeah. So someone, someone, someone different does better every week is what it keeps right. seeming like. And guys are just coming out of nowhere. So I'm, so I'm going to avoid it. So start Swift – Flex Williams, start Hawkinson, sit the rest. Yep, that's that's what I'm on. That's there what I'm go. on. Uh, do you like uh, – so first off, holy shit was Justin Fields bad. I played him in cash and DFS, and he fucked me. He fucked me so good. He's the reason I lost my DFS lineup. Well, I hope he bought you dinner first. Yeah, well, he fucking <laughs> did it, Sam. He did it. His agent's going to get a, a call. Um, Man, so, twenty pass attempts for six completions. Oh, it was it was horrible. Oh my god, it was horrible. He ran. He, he had no rushing yards. He runs a four four. He didn't run. It was the hey. most bizarre play calling. And Matt Nagy, what are you doing, Matt, man? Matt Nagy still you playing doing? like he's got Andy Dalton behind center. What are you doing? What the hell is going on here? So. The QB situation is just out the window. Don't fucking play any of those guys until they show you something. You don't think there's any chance they turn it around this week? Uh, they might, but I have zero faith. Zero. None. Whatsoever. I'm not playing any of them if my life depended on it. Fair enough. Um, the pass catchers really have not been good. Darnell Mooney has been a complete bust up until this point. Um, Allen Robinson is severely disappointed. 
Um, Allen Robinson has finally met his match of QBs that are too bad to support him. <laughs> it happens to be Andy Dalton and Justin Fields as of right now. Um, bounce back game? You see it in the works for him? Uh, for the Lions? For the for Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, if he's going to do it, this is it. But Justin Fields' inability to do anything really makes me uh, nervous about it. I, the only bear I'm confident in playing is David Montgomery. Okay. I think that I think that's it. Yeah, David Montgomery. Yeah. I think I that's agree it. With that. Yeah, that's the only. Well, they're just going to put it because if the Bears do take over this game, that's all they're going to be oh, running. That ball I don't through. think they'll take over this game. I I think the Lions' offense is better than them. No, this is going. Sure. This is going. This is going to be fucking. This is going to be fun. Uh, I, I think I think the Lions win, so I'm definitely not taking the Bears to cover here, and I'm going to take the over on this one as well. Right. Um, who who do you flex? Jamal Williams. He's really the only flex worthy player. Otherwise, you're starting him or benching him. And I'm going to go with Dornell Mooney. I think if he's going to have a good game, it could be against this Detroit secondary that's pretty bad. So. <laughs> oh, right. Darno. Moving right. on to the next this is game. This a boring matchup. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Moving Carolina on to the next game. Dallas. We have Dallas at Carolina. Uh, Cowboys are favored here by five and a half points. Ooh, I'm not taking them for that. The over-under here is 51. Um, I am going hit, to hit the under on that one also. I'm actually uh, going to hit the over on this one. Interesting. Uh, no, I'll go the under. Yeah, I think that I think these defenses are a little too good for that. Dallas's defense, both of these defenses are defenses that came into the season ranked average, if not really below average, and they both have outproduced their expectation. They're they're both very solid defenses. Carolina being an exceptional defense, they did lose J.C. Horn to a broken foot last week. Their um, defensive rookie cornerback, who really through three weeks was probably defensive player of the year. Um, granted, they just backfilled that with C.J. Henderson a former first-round pick last year. I think it was last year um, that they traded Jackson before. They just got upgraded. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they shouldn't be too far behind here. Um, Here's the one thing. The Carolina Panthers are actually the number one rated overall defense when it comes to pro football focus. And they deserve to be. They've been playing lights out. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Burns is a monster on that line. He is a fun player to watch. Um, Offense, what do you like about Carolina here? Um, I like Sam Darnold. Um, Start Sam Darnold this week. uh, That ball without uh, Christian McCaffrey. You know, Christian McCaffrey was still viable through the air, and they're going to still want it to move through the air. I bet there's actually going to be a, quite a few receiver screens to uh, Robbie Anderson this week. I would expect a lot of that. What I'm really hoping, what I'm really hoping, this I so I never cheer for injuries. Just so everyone knows, I never am excited about an injury. I think they always suck because I want every player playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but oh, I, I love think, seeing the marquee talent. Right. Yeah, I just want yeah. So, um, but I think this CMC uh, absence is might actually open the door for some DJ Moore touchdowns. So I'm stoked about DJ Moore because I'm hoping he can actually find the touchdowns and get some score points scored. So, but then Robbie Anderson could get those. If Robbie Anderson gets those screens and gets those yaks, you know what I mean. Good for him too. Oh, Chuba Hubbard, you got to put him out there to see what happens. I agree. The team, the team relies so heavily on the run. 
If so, look what they did with Mike Davis last year. You got to start Chuba Hubbard. Are you so afraid of a? Are you afraid of a split between Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman? Which you know what maybe, but aren't their skill sets pretty similar? I didn't think Chuba Hubbard was similar. the top pass catcher. I could be wrong. No, they're, they're definitely similar. Similar skill right. sets. So I'm. I really wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Um. So that that part doesn't really scare me that much. Okay. Uh, the one thing I am interested in, and we were talking about it, is this might be the emergence of Terrence Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, very well could be. I want to see it before I play him, but it very right. well could be. Uh, the other interesting piece that I think here is Tommy Trimble. So because they traded away Dan Arnold, tr- Tommy Trimble steps up as their tight end one now. Um, he made uh, – did he score a touchdown in the last game? He, he made some uh, good plays in the last game, but I, I think you can stream him here. Um, what do you like about the Dallas side here, Sam? Um, I just, um, I'm going to start with what I don't like, and I'm definitely going, I'm sleeping on Zach, everyone. Uh, not Zach, sorry, Dak. <laughs> you I know was like, Zeke? Dak and, <laughs> Dak? Dak and Zeke, I go Zach. I'm sleeping on Zach. No, so we're sleeping um, on Zach, collectively really, Zeke and Dak. <laughs> yes, I'm Zeke and Zach, I'm really worried about. Um, I just, you know, the Cowboys, Amari Cooper hasn't been producing. CeeDee Lamb is the most consistent piece on that offense right now. Um, but they're probably going to need to keep it on the ground. So you could start Zeke. Maybe you could flex Tony Pollard. But Yeah, I'm not excited about the pass catchers here. Um, uh, so I, I echo. I mean, you got to play them because they're studs. Um, who do you flex here? Who do you flex? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Fucking really. Um, who the hell do I flex? Uh, I'll go Terrence Marshall. Terrence Marshall, hoping for that touchdown. No, I lied. I'm going Tony Pollard. I don't, Tony I don't, Pollard. Like, I don't like Terrence Marshall. That's fair. All, All right. right. Moving on to the Denver Broncos at Baltimore Ravens. Um, we have the Broncos by one. The over-under here is 44. Um, I love not much about this game. No, um, honestly – I'm I'm really worried about the Broncos this week, and I'm gonna kind of sleep on them. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, you know I love Teddy B. I'm not playing Teddy B. You know the Ravens so far look pretty are pretty middle pack, almost even lower end on defense. So maybe you play you know Cortland Sutton. You can get your Cortland Sutton out there. You can get your uh, pass attack Tim Patrick. Noah Font. You're obviously gonna play. Um, but I really think this is going to be a Javante Williams game. And I, as much as I hate to admit it, you might not even be disappointed with how uh, Melvin Gordon turns out. <laughs> wow. That's a big statement. Hey, uh, I apologized for it already. On the Ravens side, it's kind of similar. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been straight willing his team to victory lately. Um, so I think you have to start him with confidence just based on what you've seen him do. Man, could Marquise Brown not catch the fucking ball last week? Hey, man, I've been saying this whole time. He's fucking Drop City. Yeah. Dude has tried, he like he had that streak at the end of last year, and then he started this year hot, and even to the point where I was like, damn, I might have spoke too soon. But no, dude, the man cannot catch a ball. Dude, tries, I have, I have never just... seen a professional football player get the yips like Marquise Brown. I mean, it was blatant, two hands on the football fucking dross it was so bad yeah, uh, man. so I, I don't feel great. i don't feel confident about him this week he 
fucked me in DFS. Um, Denver is pretty good on defense, man. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not a joke. They're number four overall on pro football focus. They're up there. Their best thing is their coverage. So, you know, they're really going to make those receivers. Honestly, I'm avoiding all running backs as well. Yeah, it's going to be a running back show. The only person you have to start Lamar Jackson because of where you grabbed him. You know what I mean? And but, I think you can play him confidently, but I'm pretty much baiting right. everybody else other than Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews had I a comeback. I would play Mark Andrews. He had a good game last week. I think he is – he's the main he's, – he's the only option, really. Um, so I think you're confident playing him. Uh, who would you stream and who would you flex in this game? Uh, would you count Cortland Sutton as a flex at this point? Probably not. Okay. And Tim Patrick. I think Tim Patrick's a great one. Um, or Javante Williams. Yeah, um, God, I just don't like the fucking Yeah, I would do Tim Patrick over Javante Williams. And I would flex Melvin Gordon here. Um, I bet you. Gross! I bet you that it's completely gross, and I feel disgusting. I really think they'd go his way. I think that this game's going to go more his way than Williams' way, too. I don't know why. I can just feel it in my soul. (laughs) Hey, sometimes that's all you need. Um, All right. Moving on to our next one, we have uh, Green Bay Packers at Pittsburgh Steelers. We have the Packers favored by seven. Uh, the over-under is 45 and a half. Um, it's a decent over-under. Uh, I'm going to take the under because I don't believe the Pittsburgh Steelers can score. Uh, I don't think Big Ben can move a football down the field. Dude, have you seen some of the videos? He oh, looks Oh, no, done. I've actually watched his games. How is he a quarterback in the NFL right now? Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, my God. Some of the Steelers execs said, oh, yeah, we actually – we took some look at uh, Ben's tape, and we think he's on the decline. It's like, well, no shit. <laughs> Are you oh, blind? Do you, I mean, do, you guys, do you guys only watch football on Sunday? Do you own a football team and only watch <laughs> football on Sunday? You should know. You should know. It's been apparent for the last year. I'm sorry. Every person that watches that watch those games has been like, oh, my God, Ben. Yes. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, so don't play Ben. Uh, Najee Harris got 19 fucking targets last game, so play him with just ut- the utmost confidence. Yeah, you're playing Najee Harris, but how do you feel about the other receivers? If Ben can't move the football and his O-line can't protect him. So it makes it easier knowing that there aren't that many. We have Juju injured right now with ribs. I, we'll see. We'll monitor that to see how that goes. Um, we have Deontay, who's still dealing with that sprained MCL, I want to say, from two weeks ago. He sat out last week which really just leaves Claypool. Um, and Claypool saw 15 targets last week, caught about 96 yards. I mean, it was ugly. But he got there on sheer volume. If the two pass catchers are out, I actually feel confident playing Chase Claypool just based on how many looks he's going to see. What do you think about uh, James Washington? No, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not streaming anyone in this game. I The passing attack is just not what there. What about the Eric aren't Ebron? There. No, I know. You, you can straighten Eric Ebron if he's the number two option for the pat or the number three option for the pass attack with everyone I, else out. I would rather stream Tommy Trimble. Okay. So I, I I'm gonna say no there. Uh, okay. I just think the passing attack is so bad. Um, what do you like? Other about, side of the ball. Yep. What do you like about the green set, Green Bay side. Um, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and <laughs> Devontae Adams. If you have Robert Tanyan on your team, you're probably starting him hoping for a touchdown. Yeah. But Tanyan's a touchdown or bus play at this point. He's proven that. Yeah. Um, sit A.J. Dillon. 
Sit all your other Packers receivers. MVS. Dylan will take over, I promise. Dylan, or not, it will become a one-two punch, but it's just taken a minute. Well, it's only been three <laughs> weeks, but yeah. Aaron Jones is looking like that bell cow, man. He is looking He doesn't good. need to. <laughs> oh, man. If he, can, if he, at this point, can do that for 17 games, fuck. Good for him. Like, he, good he, on him. He's man. RB1 if he does. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, he keeps his rate up, yeah. MVS is I, I I wouldn't play him in this game, but just to watch him, he's been lining up as the two, and he's actually looked pretty decent. I want to say he had 15 um, points in the last week. Um, you guys, I think MVS, I think Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, has drop problems. MVS has drop problems. I wouldn't say Marquis Hollywood Brown has drop problems compared to MVS. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there. Monitor him. If he does start establishing himself as the two outside of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers starts trusting him, he'll be worth it on your team. But I'm the not The man had this, 120 this air yards targeted towards him with zero catches. So, you know, they want to give him the ball. He just can't grab it. <laughs> who, are, who are you flexing in this game? Uh, my biggest flex in this game... Yeah, because I wish Alan Lazard was uh, going. Honestly, no one in this game would be considered. A, the only person I could really think that could be considered flex would be maybe Chase Claypool. But, like, even he, at this point, you're probably having him as your wide receiver, too. Yeah. I, There's re- I'm actually with you on this one. I could not find a flex uh, in these guys. You know, I've always liked Alan Lazard for the Packers. But, like you said, MVS has proven to be that. The number two guy, but the I team really, likes him more for whatever yep, reason. And I don't know why, but I really would like to see Alan Lazard do something. So just for fun's sake, I'm going to say stream Alan Lazard and get that touchdown. And I'll stray. See, I'll I'll say stream MVS just just so it's on just so it's on the record. So yeah. when it does happen, I can be like, hey, <laughs> why the fuck not? All right, moving on to the Dolphins at the Colts. We have the Dolphins favored here by one and a half. The over-under is uh, 43. Um, I'm hitting the under. I don't care how low it yeah, goes. Yeah, this fucking game. Oh, um, God. These offense, I mean, these teams are just ugly right I can't now. believe this spread is only 1.5, dude. The spread is only 1.5? I mean, you've got Jacoby Brissett and the Dolphins. Play, oh, we got a revenge game. Playing against no ankles Hold wins. Up. We got a revenge game. <laughs> oh, God. God. Are we sure we're getting Wentz? It's not going to be Jacob Eason? I doubt it. Wentz played last week on two busted ankles. I would assume that he's good to go this week. <laughs> Even though it was a shit show. Um, yeah, man. It's going to it's gonna be a fucking... This game is going to be rough. I'm not... Honestly... I hate it all. Um, you're going to have to play Jonathan Taylor because of where he is on your team. Unless you have really good depth. If you have Kareem Hunt, I would almost be playing him over Jonathan Taylor if you could. Woo! Spicy, but you know what I don't I mean? know that I'm, I'm there like, yet. But I, I, like maybe, I hear you. Maybe not. Maybe not against a team like Miami. But like Kareem Hunt is scoring, getting points, getting targets, and this Colts defense is just kind of like stuck. I don't think that Miami that Miami Rushdie is not very good. They let Peyton Barber go 111 yards on them last week. So I um, I actually think Jonathan Taylor is good in this game. It's the pass uh, defense for the. Miami Dolphins that are good. They have Xavier Howard and Byron Jones back there. They're both studs um, and pretty. Yeah, they're top. They're top talent. 
They um, do have a top 10 run de- rush defense, according to Pro Football Focus. Oh, do they really? The Miami Dolphins do. Yeah, they're ranked at 8th oh. right now. Okay, all right. So, uh, I mean, again, you're playing Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, yeah, it doesn't affect your choice on whether or not you're playing Jonathan Taylor. Naheem Hines did get another touchdown last week. Um, he is just so freaking streaky, and it drives and he, me nuts. And he gets so many targets, man. He, and he's the biggest hurt to uh, Jonathan Taylor as a whole. For sure. Do you play any pass catchers on the Colts or the Dolphins? If you have to play Michael Pittman, you can play Michael Pittman. Um, I'm steering clear of all the Dolphins. There's not a single Dolphin I want to play. If you have to flex Miles Gaskin, I'm not going to blame you. But outside of that, I, there's really no one on that uh, Dolphins team that I would be comfortable putting in my lineup. Yeah, I know Jacoby Brissett actually had a decent game. Um I don't think you can stream him in this. The Colts' defense isn't all that great. Uh, the pass defense isn't all that great, but I'm, I'm still just a little too scared. Um, I was trying to get – who caught all the yards? The for? Colts – so the Colts actually are the second-worst team in coverage uh, on PFF. Mike freaking Gasicki actually got 12 targets, 10 catches for 86 yards last week. So I would actually stream Mike Gasicki because if they were struggling in coverage and he's on – you know what I mean? And people are disappointed with him right now. He might be the way to go. The other person that I think you're going to have to flex here is Jalen Waddell. Um, he only got 58 yards, uh, but he did have 13 targets and 12 catches. I just can't turn away that kind of volume. How do you feel about Will Fuller? Not not good. Not even like a little bit good. I'm steering so far clear from Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. Um, he had a 61% snap percentage last week and with uh, six targets. So, so when I look at Jacoby Brissett, though, especially for like like Jacoby Brissett is is a not is a backup quarterback, right? I mean, he yep. is and he's a good backup. So I mean, like, don't be upset he's your backup, but he's a backup quarterback. What you'll see is a lot of times with these backup quarterbacks, they like the short air yard targets. So they'll go for the tight end, they'll go for the running back. In Jalen Waddle's case, I'm sure he was just catching a bunch of screens. I didn't watch every play of the game. Um, and so, uh, he'll, there'll be short air yardage in those situations, but I'm steering clear of the wide receivers. Who are you flexing in this game, Sam? Mike Gusecki. All right. And my, mine's Jalen Waddle. I mean, he's not really flexed cause you'll have him. That's that, but that's my best stream. And then, yeah, maybe you could stream Jalen Waddle, but, uh, otherwise Michael Pittman will be my stream. God. I'll get Michael Pittman for a stream. God, the AFC South is bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. And now, the good, not the freak nasties, freak nasty picks. Oh, how time does fly. It is I, the good Dr. Freak Nasty, ready to break you off with these week four freak nasty picks. Looking back at week three, Quintez Cephas and Ty Johnson really let me down. But my boy Emmanuel Sanders came through in the clutch. Multiple touchdowns, lots of catches, lots of yards. It was a beautiful thing. Now, let's keep up with the Joneses and get into week four. The first player on this week's list, Ronald Jones. Now, make no bones about it. Ronald Jones has been absolutely terrible this season. Really not getting a lot of action when he gets the rock, not really doing anything with it. But I think that all turns around this week in Foxborough for our guy Ronald. Now, second player on the list, it's Starvin Marvin Jones. Now, Jacksonville's been starving for success. But Marvin has been consistently Trevor Lawrence's main target. And I look for that to continue on an even higher level against the Bengals with at least two Marvin Jones touchdowns in week four. 
Now the last Jones. It's the Mac attack. That's right. My first quarterback of the year, Mac Jones, facing Tom Brady in Foxborough. I think this young buck is not going to suck and finally have a game of his career, leading to a big-time Patriots win and at least four passing touchdowns for Mac Jones in Week 4. Now, that's all I got to say to you. Good luck, God bless, get freaky, and keep it nasty. Moving on, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Minnesota's, uh, sorry, the Browns are favored by one and a half. The over-under here is 53 and a half. Um, I am going to take that under. So here's my one thing is Kevin Spansky came from the Minnesota Vikings when the Minnesota Vikings were a run-first defense. Mike Zimmer wants to or a run-first offense. Mike Zimmer wants to run a run-first offense. I think this whole game might be on the fucking ground. I'm actually really worried about the receivers in this game, especially with Jarvis Landry out and, you know, Odell Beckham still finding his footing. He looked great last week, by the way. But I think he was only on the field when he was getting targeted. He was. He he only played 60% of the snaps and he got nine targets. Did he even reach 60? I thought it was less than that. But I might be wrong. But yeah. Anyway, like half the no, stats. 64. But yeah. So, like but, but, yeah. But yeah. So, you know, I'm just like, maybe that goes up. So I I think like statistically looking at these teams, this is going to be a fucking shootout. Points through the air. Just like, you know what I mean? Like going ball going all over the place. Each, play, each team throws over 40 times. So I do. I honestly think it might be a carries only game and a battle at the line of scrimmage. And I think that Cleveland defense is really going to fucking shut down this uh, Vikings O-line. I, also, I think this is a really te- real test for the Vikes. I also think this te- this game is going to have like the least amount of plays in it. Both of these teams like to play super slow, and they both like to run a lot. And so they're going to run the clock down fast, and they'll minimize the amount of plays they have to do. So This game might be done at 2.30 Central time. So it, it it's going to be, like again, when we talk about pies, this game is going to have a smaller pie than, say, other games. Um, so you're steering clear of the pass catchers, and I agree. I think you can flex OBJ at this point, though. Vikings, you can flex OBJ for sure. Vikings secondary has not been great. Uh, the Browns secondary is pretty good. I think you're going to have to play Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I get it. Um, you're playing. The, oh, d- is Dalvin playing this week? Uh, still questionable. Okay. All right. So obviously, um, kind of that. trending that way. Kind of trending that way. Um, hopefully, if you have a Dalvin Cook owner, you have Alexander Madison because Alexander Madison can do the job. Um, I think also just one thing to note, the Vikings have Brashad Breeland as their corner on the right side, and he is the worst rated corner <laughs> according to Pro Football Focus right now. He used to be a Washington football corner. That's, like, no, I the, know he's bad. The, <laughs> the, big, the big play uh, – vulnerability to the Vikings defense is big enough where you should be excited for OBJ and he's definitely worth a flex. Um, my favorite, uh, I'll answer this question, but also Kareem Hunt is uh, someone you can really look at right now. For sure. Um, the Vikings are pretty middle of the pack when it comes to, uh, oh, that's the yards per reception. Sorry. But like the Vikings are like, they've been giving up points to the uh to the running back, there's yeah, like I said, they're middle of the pack, giving about 18 points to the running back in a standard scoring formats. So, and I am play your play your play your uh, Browns running backs this week for sure. 
Yeah, I am so excited about Nick Chubb. I think he's going to eat here. Um, uh, Quarterbacks, I think you can stream Baker here. I don't feel great about it. He hasn't had an awesome year. Uh, It's just not an offense that conduces a lot of passing. Um, The Minnesota Vikings, I'm not streaming Kirk. Um, uh, The Browns' defense and secondary is is pretty good. Uh, So I'm going to stay away from that. Yes. Um, you're going to start Justin Jefferson because you got him. Uh, hopefully, Thielen can be a flex for you, but I would might even uh, flex Thielen. Don't start Tyler Conklin. He's Don't a- fall in. He He's good, but this is not the game. Uh, yeah, and you're probably starting Thielen. He's like a fifth-round pick, so yeah. I, that's probably I something would, you're locked into. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about – yeah, I'm not too worried about those two. I think they're going to be all right. But Browns are about 13th in points against on the tight end. But I really do not think that uh, Conklin is going to be the guy this year. Who would you flex here? Um, Kareem Hunt is my favorite flex in this game. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, – who the hell do I like in this game? I think OBJ. I mean, I think I think flex OBJ. I, I like him this week. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's that's that was my second for sure. I just I just really like Green Hunt. Yeah, know? no, I think they're both going to be smash plays this week. So I, I agree with you. Um, all right, moving on to the uh, New Orleans Saints at the New York Giants. Uh, we have the Saints here by seven and a half. The over under is forty three and a half. Oh, I'm for sure taking the under. Another game where it couldn't go lower. Um, hmm. I'm also the Saints are not going to cover that spread. I'm not even sure they're going to win this game. No, I don't think so. I wouldn't give the Saints that spread. I would actually be really excited for Saquon Barkley, and hopefully you went ahead and bottom low because this week is going to be a Saquon Barkley week. You think that Saints yeah, defense man. is pretty good? The Saints defense is pretty good, but their pass their pass defense is better. It's so not often that me, to... me and you completely disagree on the take, but I, I'm going to have to completely disagree with you on this take. I think the Saints defense is going to just shut the Giants down. I mean, I no, I'm not saying they won't. They have a top they have a top 10 defense according to uh you know what I mean? Oh, I got, sorry. I missed the fact that they have the best pass the the best uh rush uh run defense in the league. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an important one. <laughs> they definitely have the best run defense in the league. I was thinking, yeah. Uh, they have the second worst pass rush. So that's where I got confused. I got their strengths uh, turned around a little bit. Sorry. Man. I, I actually could see this being a Daniel Jones scrambling game. I think, yeah. I would I would be, would be uh, you know, just Marshawn Lattimore is really going to shut down that one. So I would definitely be sleeping on Sterling Shepard this week. Uh, he's injured. He's injured. Oh, fuck I don't remember the injury. Stop talking about this game. <laughs> I don't remember the injury, but I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to go. Um, check check that yourself. Um, but if that's the case, I'm fading all pass catchers here. I don't think you. Evan Ingram sucked. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he fumbled last week, so do not play him. Um, you wouldn't be willing to start uh, Darius Slayton. No, man. No, I, I think you have to. You can find better options. Than Darius Slayton out there. That's fair. You can I definitely really think start. you can. Um, now the Saints, I am. Oh, more excited Slayton about. was ruled out too. Well, there you go. All right, so don't play your Giants. Period. And yeah, again, stay I, away from your Giants. I wouldn't be excited Sorry, about guys. I'm not excited about <laughs> this team. I uh, I I don't have any uh, stock in this team. So so the Saints, I do think are. I I like pieces on their offense. Marcus um, Callaway starting to be a play. 
Yeah, he actually scored a touchdown last week against uh, the yeah. Patriots, which really didn't think was good. He looked, he looked dude, good. Dude, that touchdown, week. Jameis said, oh, fuck it, someone's down oh, there. Dude, and <laughs> just like, oh, someone's got to get it. And Marcus Galloway is like, oh, I got it. <laughs> dude. He, I'm listening to the announcers and they're talking about there's no way Jameis ever saw anyone in the end zone no, on that dude, one. <laughs> he was no, like dude, on the ground. When he threw it, I was like, oh, it's an interception highlight. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I thought. It was such a bad throw and Marcus Galloway was like, no, so you, touchdown. So I saw footage of Jameis going over to Sean Payton after he threw that pass and everyone's giving him high fives like, good job throwing that touchdown and all you can see is Payton's mouth going, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he should not have thrown that. Like, I know that, that wasn't was okay. That's not okay. But beggars can't be choosers, and we'll take it from Marquez Callaway. Um, right. So I think anyway. I think you actually can play him and stream him this week. Um, the secondary for the Giants is, is is kind of misleading. It's actually not too bad. They do have a good corner yeah. on James Bradbury. Um, I'm actually excited about a Johnson, that tight end that they have, the converted wide receiver tight end that they have. Uh, I think he catches a touchdown in this one. Um, I also you mean need, Juwan Johnson, their tight end. Uh, yes, yes. Excuse me. Um, Jameis, I also think is uh, I. I need to see more of him before I before I play him confidently. If you're really desperate, I think you can stream him in this game, but I'm gonna avoid it. Uh, and that leaves. Are you streaming Juwan Johnson or Adam Troutman? Juwan Johnson, for sure. Okay. I don't. Think, Are you willing to? I don't think Troutman's getting the valuable targets. Are you willing to play Deontay Harris or uh, – holy crap, Kenny Stills is taking over for the third wide receiver, huh? <laughs> Look at that. I just looked at the death chart because usually Traquan is up there. Traquan's like way at the bottom now. Is he so. injured? He might be injured. He might He's be. always freaking injured. Um, yeah, so I'm not excited about any of these. I mean, all of them are yeah, dart throws. Yeah, on injured reserve. Okay. All of these players, all these receivers on the same side are dart throws other than Callaway. Um, so you're really just taking, you know, Deontay Harris could have a long touchdown here. I could see it against the Giants. Um, so you're playing the matchup. Um, uh, Callaway's my flex of this game. And then start Kamara, obviously. Um, Play Evan Ingram. I know he didn't have a good week. I'm a big fan of him. He had 109 targets last year. Dude, he fumbled last game. He had like two catches in a fumble. Yeah, it was whatever. so ugly. Um. Anyways, oh, who's your flex? Uh, Marquez Galloway. Marquez Galloway. Um, my, my flex will be Juwan Johnson then. All right. All right. Moving on to our next game. Uh, we have oh, Tampa, this is New such England. A good Tom one. Bray, the, the revenge game of revenge games. I love it. We have the Pats at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored here by seven. The over under is 49. Um, I'm going to take the over just because I, <laughs> I don't bro. think the Buccaneers let up off the gas. And I have a oh, feeling Brady comes dude. in here and just fucking destroys them. They'll be up by 30, throw it 75-yard bombs. Just like whatever. No. Um, actually, I kind of like Mac Jones this week. Um, not going to lie. They've allowed the second most points to the quarterback so far this year, man. They're really susceptible. We're three games in, and they already allowed over 1,000 passing yards to the uh, quarterback. Yeah, but who have they played? Because I believe they've played some really played good out. teams. Well, yeah, man, but like it's like Meg Jones, Nelson Aguilar, the Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Jacoby Myers, James White is out, which sucks, which yeah. actually might hinder him quite a bit. But I hear you. I, I hear you on that one. Uh, I so this is normally I try to like fade quarterbacks playing the Patriots. This is the one time where I'm like. 
Tom Brady, I think, is just going to go on a oh. ripper. And so he I helped play Tom create Brady this defense. Yeah, he, he played this defense for 20 years in practice. Yes, and some of those guys do happen to still be on that defense. So Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, I would play uh, all Bucks receivers that are playing. Um, I know Antonio Brown's still on the COVID list. I, I think he'll be good to go. But Should be cleared because he is vaccinated. So Worth but, monitoring. You know, something to keep an eye on. You're playing Rob, Gronkowski. Um, I'm steering clear of the running backs on Tampa side in this one. Your boy Gio you think- finally got his uh, – his game, though. <laughs> I told you. I said I said from the beginning, week three, week four. It's going to be the top of the waiver wire pickup week three, week four. And it's happening week three. So, you know, he actually injured himself, though, too, on his God. last play. <laughs> that bitch. I don't, I don't know what the severity is, so you probably aren't relying on Gio Bernard anyways. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's about. If he's healthy, he's my flex play. <laughs> that, that's about the buck side. Uh, what, what do you like about the Patriots? Other than Mac Jones. Uh, uh, no, um, I'm definitely, I, you know, I'm all for it. Uh, play your Damian Harris. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, you're not going to play Damian Harris after last week? No chance. No, That's this, too much for you? The Bucks, the Buccaneers front seven is is real good at stopping the run. This this team's phenomenal at stopping the run. I, I, I fade every running back playing this this front. Oh shit! They have even up their fewest points to running backs and, this week. And they, so, did, yeah. and they did last if you year. Can, if you can get away from Damian Harris, get away from Damian Harris. I'm sorry I took that. I was just overly confident. And wanted to say fuck you to Herman. <laughs> uh no. Uh, but so in that case, probably Nelson Aguilar and maybe Jacoby Myers comes up with a game here, man. You know what I mean? Maybe Jacoby Myers can show up and be like, "Oh, I play football." Yeah. Uh, I otherwise, because they're gonna need to move it through the air, and without James White. But that's what I'm saying. Without James White, Damian Harris might be getting himself some uh, fucking pass catching. I think it goes to uh, J.J. Taylor. Okay. Uh, J.J. Taylor's their other pass catching back. Uh, I think that they um, use him in that James White role, um, and Damian Harris keeps his own role. The Patriots have not ever gone to a um, like single back, really, throughout their history. So I'd be surprised if they do that again this week. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Ramondre Stevenson might start showing up for a uh, goal line work. Stevenson was a healthy scratch last week. Because they didn't need him, bro. But J.J. Taylor wasn't. And they had James White that they brought in. Just, just interesting. Interesting to monitor. Point. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't like the tight ends really either. They're just cannibalizing each other, which we thought was going to happen all year. Yeah, it so. sucks. They're all so good. They're good. It's great for football, but not good for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, so, who's your flex this week in this game? Um, like, uh, who did I? Oh, who Gio Bernard. Gio B. Yeah. Gio Bernard. Uh, I'm gonna My go boy. Jacoby Myers on this one. Um, I actually think he has a. He has That's a good, a good flex. I really, I think he will too. That's who I want to be. I just my pride is in the way. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> you, you've tied your wagon to Nelson Aguilar. No, not Nelson. I mean, yes, Nelson Aguilar too, <laughs> but GOB. Oh yeah, GOB. yeah, you All definitely right. tied your wagon there. All right, All right. moving Tennessee on. Tennessee Titans versus the New York Jets. Yeah, what a boring ass game, bro. Are you excited for this at all? Would you watch this if it was on? If this was the Thursday night game, would you be putting it on? I am, uh, unfortunately, yes, I would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that has more to do with my still, efficiencies. I would, I would be upset about it. <laughs> yeah. That's more to do with my obsession. Um, I'm amazed Tennessee's two and one. They have just looked fucking horrible. 
I don't know how the hell that they have a winning record right now. They are favored in this game by seven and a half, and their over-under here well, is 46. I would hit the over. Um, that, uh, the wait, Jets wait. are off. Let me, do the, let me do the math there. They think the Jets are going to score two touchdowns? Uh, yeah. 14 to 22? Yeah. I mean, it's... Tw- Good for them. 23 apiece. <laughs> it's 23 apiece, right? With eight point, but eight But then the point spread. spread. Yeah, so it's 14. Yep, you're right. Um, I, but the Tennessee defense is so bad that even if Zach Wilson gets garbage time, I think he puts it closer. That math was so wrong. I apologize for everyone that had to hear. It was uh, 27 to 19 is the actual predicted score of that. <laughs> we are not uh, mathematicians over here. Sorry, sorry. I, I'm usually pretty good at math. As soon as you said the 23-23, I was like, wait, I'm totally fucking wrong. But no, so yeah, that's where we're at right now. Um, But I do not think that – I think I would play New York Jets kickers, but the Jets I'm sleeping on, man. Stay away from the Jets. Really? Man, Zach Wilson has not looked good. No. And Corey Davis, Corey Davis has targets, but, like, not against the fucking Titans, man. You know, I just, I'm very nervous about, uh, I'm very nervous about the Jets. It's a tough, not- you need, you need the football team to score, Went to score fantasy football points, and it's really difficult when the Jets don't score. score. <laughs> They'll score it through kicks, man. They'll score it through kicks. I do think you can play Corey Davis here. If he's going to have a game, he's going to be hyper-targeted, I think, in this game. And, and it's his former team, so there's a little bit of a narrative there. I, I do think he has a good game here. Um, fade everyone else on that's, the Jets. That's the only. That's the only way is just because of the hyper-targeting. And it's the only reason Corey Davis might have a put up double digits for you even if this does look like a tasty matchup do not start zach wilson he has not shown us anything to be confident about um who do you like on the titan side everyone yeah man i think julio jones might show up i think this might you know what i mean i think this might be the game that Tannehill and the receivers can finally get some rhythm going because fuck they have looked bad derrick henry beast mode game that's what I'm afraid it's going to be. Yeah. I could also I think, I think we're looking at another 35-point game to Derrick Henry just because they'll get up by two scores and that'll be it. I also heard an, inter- I heard an interesting take that Tennessee would try to do, um, uh, which who knows if this, there's any validity. We'll find out on Sunday. But that Tennessee would be smart to sit Derrick Henry more in this game because chances are they'll win it just to manage his load. He has been getting an absurd amount so of touches. Much. For over the past two and a half years, really, um, I, I, I'm just concerned about the wear it's taken on his body. If it is, granted, he looks like a freak out there. So uh, obviously, you're starting him with confidence. But anyways, just, just an interesting right, contrarian he get, take. He gets 80 yards and a touchdown, and they're up by three scores. He might just be like, Ooh. yeah, they might go. They might try to give him some rest. Um, but Jeremy Nichols, you know, yeah, we'll see what he does. Yep. He's actually been taking a bit of pass catching work going four three two on targets. So Derrick Henry's getting pass catching work too, which is scary. Well, Derek, well, right, that's the crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, who's your flex here? Who did I just say? Corey Davis. Is that who you like? Uh, honestly, he's probably the only like flex worthy player I really see on this team because you're starting Julio Jones probably. If you can, if you, Julio Jones is considered a flex, I would take Julio Jones. 
But um, yeah, I don't know that he's considered a flex. I don't think he. I don't think he is. So Corey Davis or Ty Johnson, man. Really? You know what I mean, maybe. Well, just because that team, that team can't move that ball through the air, they like him on as their running back. Yep. You know, I guess he only had three attempts, but he did get five targets. So someone else. I don't know, bro. Someone. I, I'm gonna go my flex here, uh, and it's my, mine's gonna be Chester Rogers. Um, he caught a touchdown last week on the Tennessee. He's, he's Tennessee's number two receiver with AJ Brown now out. Um, so. He, uh, I think, will get a, a touchdown in this game and a good bit of work. Um, uh, so, yeah, you can flex him if you're desperate. All right. Uh, we spent enough time on uh, this beatdown of a game. Uh, beatdown game. <laughs> moving on to we have the Eagles at the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are favored here by eight. The over-under is 54 and a half. And I'm just going to start off with saying, my God, the Eagles look bad on Monday. Oh, man, you know who really has me worried this game is Miles Sanders because the Chiefs are just going to take the load. They're gonna, they can't give the ball to him. They're going to need to move it in the air. Dude, if, you know what I mean? If they were smart at all, he was phenomenal last week. I mean, he was, he was looking good. He was looking great. But what I'm saying is they're just not going to be able to keep up. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I don't think they'll be able to keep up here. You know, the Eagles correct. have the fourth worst rated defense on Pro Football Focus right now. Like they're not good. And we and you know who's really good against bad defenses? Patrick Mahomes. And um, you know, we obviously see that it's in the range of outcomes for Philadelphia to completely abandon the run. I mean, they had other than Jalen Hurts, they rushed it three times last week. Three. That is not how you win football games. Um, I really think it would behoove them to come out here and try to establish the run. Do I think that's what they're going to do? Probably not. Um, I mean, I think you have to play Miles Sanders. Um, Devon- you have to play him, but you're not happy about it. I'm super excited about Jalen Hurts this game, actually. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. I'll go on Jalen Hurts. Didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. J- Jalen Hurts has not looked good football-wise lately, but for fantasy, he's doing great. Uh, putting up fantasy numbers, and that's the game we're playing. Yep, sheer volume. Devontae Smith, I do like in this game. I know he, he screwed me over in one of my weeks this week, um, but I, I I think he'll I think he'll be fine. Um, and then you have the two tight end situation in Philly, which is just I hate this situation. Why Why did Zach Ertz have to stay? Why did that have to happen? Um, they're your two leading receivers uh, as of last week. Um, yikes! Yeah, yikes is right, and I, I don't feel confident about either of them. I mean, you probably are playing them if you have them in this game, um, but I, I, I hate that they cannibalize each other. Uh, anything else about the Eagles side? Uh, you know, I'm actually kind of excited for Jalen Rager in this play. Um, the Chiefs really can put a guard on one receiver. And with Devontae Smith and then the two tight ends, I think Jalen Rager might slip through the cracks, get himself a big play, and find himself in the end zone this week. Interesting. So that's my big one. Uh, you're playing everyone on Kansas City's side that you like. They uh, uh, Tyreek Hill. Playing Kelsey, playing Hill, playing Mahomes. Uh, I would say you're going to play CEH, but he had a good game last week. You know he found the end zone. He fumbled again. But, it, but he fumbled again. And it just seems like he's not going to find the touchdown that 
to find that many touchdowns. Yeah, I, we were really hoping. You know, this the, his big thing this year was we were gonna see an advancement in his touchdown opportunity and his touchdown ability, and he's just not getting there. No, he, he he's not. Um, and again, you'll have to play him. Um, so I'm not excited about any of the other receivers. They just signed Josh Gordon, which probably is more of a statement about what they don't have. Um, I'm actually super. I'm, you're not flexing right away. Um, go pick him up. Go pick him up. Mm-hmm. If you, oh, sorry, let me rephrase that. If you have a busted bench spot. If Malcolm Brown is on your bench, if Quintez uh, the you know what I mean. Cephas. If Amon Ross A. Brown is on your bench, you know what I mean. So, go pick up Josh Gordon just to see what happens if you have if you have the bench capacity to sit on a player to see what happens. It's all going to depend on your record. If you can wait a few weeks, if you're three and zero and can wait a few weeks for a player to develop, grab Josh Gordon. If you're zero and three yes. and need someone to produce this week, do not grab Josh you're, Gordon. You're not grabbing Josh Gordon. That's exa- that's exactly right. You three and zero team who's like had you're like. Well, I don't really get to play with my lineup because I have five or six set-it-forget-it players. Then you know what I mean? Just ch- go grab him, throw him on your bench because Josh Gordon is talented. He just really likes to get high, and I get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, right there with your brother. <laughs> Who's your flex this week or in this game? Uh, like I said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna play around with it and uh, go Jalen Rager because I think we might actually see a Jalen Rager touchdown against Kansas City. Yeah, I, I'm gonna flex Kenny Gainwell in this one um, solely based on the fact Gross. that I think they're gonna be down for the majority of this game, and I think he'll catch passes. That's fair. That's a fair one. Um, all right, moving on uh, to another great game. We have. Oh man, this is gonna be such an offense awesome game. The Rams at the Cardinals, uh, another division matchup. The Rams are favored by six. The over-under here is 54-and-a-half. Um, I'm going the over. I'll go the over on this one, too. Um, I am a little worried about Arizona's offense because the Rams' defense is just that much better than Arizona's defense. So I will go the Rams this game as well. Um, you know, what? honestly... Super high on Kyler Murray for this game because if Chandler Jones is getting through that line, Kyler Murray's getting scramble yards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's going to be a big thing is that Kyler Murray will get a lot of production on the ground this week. And this team has just shown that they're not trying to run that ball in. So I'm sleeping on both uh, running backs. I know uh, Chase Edmonds had a decent game last week. Well, there's technically four running backs for all these teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean for Arizona. Sorry. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I hear you. Sorry, sorry. I'm staying. I'm staying Arizona. I'm sorry, saying Arizona specific gotcha. right now. Yeah, I, I um, agree. With I'm you. sleep. I'm. I love Kyler Murray because I think he will get a lot of rushing just because he's gonna have to move to avoid this uh, front four and Aaron Donald and stuff. And um, but I'm worried about James Conner. I'm worried about Chase Edmonds, even though I know Chase Edmonds had a decent game last week. Um. I'm all go on all three wide receivers for this team. All three being Christian Kirk. Oh, I'm sleeping on AJ Brown. Sorry. Or AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah, I'm a Christian Kirk, uh, Hopkins, Rondale Moore. Oh, I'm actually for. um, I think. I think you can probably play all of them. To be honest, Uh, AJ Green's been getting the targets lately. 
lightly. I think if you're playing AJ Green, uh, though, you're uh, hoping so for a touchdown. I actually think um, DeAndre Hopkins is the fade in this game. DeAndre Hopkins Honestly, yeah. had a bust of a game last week. He's playing injured. And now and you he, know who he's going up against. So Jalen Ramsey isn't shadowing, <laughs> but he is he's he's more roaming around the field now, is how they're playing right. him. Kind of like a safety. Um that being said, he'll be all over Hopkins. I'm sure he'll be all over Hopkins. He, that's where he he's gonna find talent. himself most plays. Yeah. Right. So actually I think that's Hopkins. That's so has funny the that they're game. like you just do what you think needs to be done now, man. Yeah, they're just like, be amazing. <laughs> be be the player you are. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, Kyler Murray, I do think, uh, uh, just to uh, say, um, I think Chase Edmonds is actually pretty matchup-proof. So I feel pretty good about playing him here just with his role in the pass-catching game. Um, uh, and then you're smashing Kyler Murray here. Um, who are you playing on the Rams side? Everyone, honestly, I would almost be open to playing Van Jefferson this game. Well, I'm with you. I think this ball is going to go all over the place. Yep. I'm actually trying to get Van Jefferson right now in this 18-man dynasty league I'm in right now. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to score Van Jefferson because I think he might actually be the future in that receiving game for the Rams. So I'm all for Van Jefferson. I'm going to try to stop talking when I've run out of air. But yeah, I'm all for Van Jefferson, and I think he, I think he finds himself in the end zone this week. So, Man, I love Robert Woods. I'm just super nervous about it. Yeah, wow. I'm really surprised how the season's turned out for him. Um, yeah, do, do you think D-Jax should be on your radar at all? He had 120 yards and a touchdown last week. Well, because he had an 80-yard touchdown Well, that's Deshaun Jackson. Week. Yeah. Right, that's exactly what he is. Honestly, I saw that and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's where he went." <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "Oh yeah." I agree. But yeah, you know, classic Sean Jackson averaging over forty yards a catch. But fuck, maybe I wouldn't flex him. But <laughs> like, if you're sitting on Malcolm Brown, go get Sean Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not excited about it. I don't think he'll pop off regularly and be consistent. But No, he's never going to pop off regularly. So, he never has popped off regularly. So what do you think? Uh, my interpretation of the running back situation, if Daryl Henderson goes, I play Daryl Henderson and sit Sony Michelle. If Sony Michelle goes and Daryl Henderson's not going, I can play Sony Michelle. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, he's he'd be the only running back. At that yeah. Point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You feel confident playing Daryl Henderson if he's back? I think it'll be. I, you know, honestly, I think Sony Michelle will be a relevant play. Not not like happy, but like he's gonna get his carries this week. They're gonna limit Henderson. That's what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're careful with their running backs when they need to be. Ooh, and am I excited about Matthew Stafford in this one? Right. He's gonna light it up. Uh, flex play. Who are you going with? Flex play for the Arizona and Rams. I'm like I said, man. I'm gonna say Van Jefferson. Van? I think he's. I think he'll be all right this week. Or uh, no, let me. Who are you gonna flex? Who are you gonna flex this week? Um, I am gonna flex AJ Green. It's not sexy. Uh, I think he's going to see a shit ton of targets this week. I would fuck. I would flex Rondell Moore. I'll flex Rondell Moore over Van Jefferson. Look at that. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go there. 
And with that, we'll move on to another good game. Uh, we have the 49ers. Another uh, divisional game. 49ers at the Seahawks. Uh, Niners are favored here by three. The over-under is 52 and a half. Where do you want to start with this? Who aren't you starting in this matchup? Um, Brandon Ayuk had a decent game. Brandon, you know what I mean? Kind of showed that he can be, that he's like starting to reestablish his relevance on the field. I would stream Brandon Ayuk here. I, I would. I mean, the Seahawks are, are a matchup you want. Um, Debo was injured a little bit. Was it serious? Do you know? Um, not so much that I know of. Um, let me see. I'm going to see if I can read anything up on it right now. But no, I don't, uh, from what I just, I just looked up his name and nothing said injury. So, all right. So he must've come back. He, he got, he got banged up a little bit last week, but I, I'm sure he's fine. Um, George Kittle actually gave you a, a decent game as well. Um, I think he's very much in play. So the running backs is where I want to go to. Um, Trey Sermon is so obviously not the man after last week. Yeah, man. They almost ran I mean, Kyle got, Juszczyk more than him. And, I mean, he got ten point, but yeah, it's just they don't. Oh, they, re, I think they're really regretting that. Pick. That ten points is so was so lucky. He should have had just right. a shit day. He fell in the end zone at the end of the game, um, and without that, he was he was having three points. So I, I do not. Elijah Mitchell, I think, will be back in this game anyways. Um, there you go. He should go to, and and I feel great about Elijah Mitchell in this one. Um, if he's good to go. Uh, I actually think he should practice this week, so just something to monitor there. Um, I, 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 You'll know about that by the time you hear this show. For sure. So. Uh, Jimmy G, I actually think, is a decent streamer as well, although Trey Lance does keep stealing touchdowns. It's weird. It's weird. They're running him like Jason thing. Hill and uh, James. Yeah, it's a weird thing they got going on in San Francisco right now. But I kind of dig it involving the rookie, although he is limiting. I'm all about it, but it's not helpful for fantasy. Not helpful for fantasy football and projecting what's going to happen here. Uh, granted, I, again, I think you're safe streaming Jimmy G. I, I, he didn't look good, but Seahawks' defense is not good. Um, what do you like on the Seattle side? Uh, everyone. Chris Carson's looking fucking awesome. Um, I'm starting the first, I'm starting Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I know they're a little lopsided on their points last week, but usually that doesn't happen. Um, honestly, I might even be starting Gerald Everett this week. Yeah, I think Gerald Everett's a very legitimate streamer. Um, I, I'm not really excited about anyone else other than those studs you just mentioned, though. They have a pretty consolidated uh, target right. tree. The f- 49ers are 20th in points allowed to the quarterback or tight ends right now. So, you know, maybe. But Gerald Everett is not getting a lot of targets, but he's making the most of them that he comes across. And look, he's, he's the third option. I mean, he's, yeah. he's exactly what you'd expect out of a third option in their yeah, offense. Dwayne Eskridge really hasn't decided no. to be the guy. No, I don't think he's going to be. I was surprised they took him. Yeah. Um, Chris- sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say who are you flexing in this game? Oh, I yeah, I was just saying I like Chris Carson. Um, my biggest flex this game is gonna be Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, I like, uh, and I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna flex Elijah Mitchell. I think he has a, I think he has a good game here. Yep, I'm all about that one too. I agree with that one too a lot as well. All right, moving on to our last game here. It's the Monday game, and oh, we have the Chargers at the Raiders, another divisional game, and this is also a good one. Um, 
Justin Herbert truthers, you were finally redeemed last week. Uh, he did it. He actually scored a decent amount of fantasy points to help you win your week. Um, just not enough for me to win mine. Uh, <laughs> what do you like on the Chargers side here? Do you like all the offensive pieces here for the most part? Yeah, man, Mike Williams is fucking killing it. I can't believe, yeah. like, so Mike Williams used to be so boomer bust, but now he's getting such consistent volume because Herbert has found him as just the man, and they're both. So I'm all for uh, the Chargers for Keenan Allen. I'm all for Mike Williams. You're playing Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler, you're going to play. Jared Cook, you can feel comfortable about it. You know what I mean? I think at this point you're just going to be playing him when you have him. Because he's Jared Cook. Um, let me uh, look down my list because I missed it. First time I went through. But the Raiders are pretty good against the tight end, which I thought they were. I just went fine. They were ranked 24th out of the 32. So, you know what I mean? Uh, the Raider, the Jared Cook, I might be a little hesitant on. But outside of that, I'm all for uh, the Chargers. I think you can stream them just because of how consolidated the, the target tree is there as well. Right. Um, Fair enough. No, you can stream them, but you just hesitate. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, ooh, I like Austin Eckler in this game. He is going to yeah. go bananas. Um, yeah, Chargers look amazing. I mean, they they look really, really good on offense. Um so I, yeah, I'm dude. So impressed. No, they're looking. Um, so because the Chargers don't have any fans, I went to San Diego a couple of years ago after they moved to LA, and no one in that city said they liked the Chargers. And I know that no one in LA likes the Chargers. So I'm a Vikings fan. They're my number one. But because I want to have a f- team in the AFC, I decided I'm gonna be a Chargers <laughs> fan. Sick. They need it. Oh, I have Herbert on my dynasty team, so I'm by default a Chargers fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the other side of the ball, we got the Raiders. Um, who's want to hear an interesting t- statistic about the Raiders? Yeah, of course. Derek Carr has the most pass attempts and completions over twenty yards than any other quarterback in the league. I think he's leading the league in passing yards as well. Yeah, yeah. Derek Carr, Derek Carr, get him, grab him. He's good. No, he's really showing up. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know what. Clicked, I don't know what happened. But he's. I think they got a new O line for him or something. But like, he just like is like, I can play football again, man. Dude, the play and, calling. Um, the play calling for the Raiders is just. It's great. I mean, I don't know and, what is happening. He, Gruden is literally yeah. out scheming. They have made this so hard on yeah. themselves. They've gotten the least amount of talent and said. We're gonna beat you with the least amount of talent from our draft picks, and and they don't, and yeah, it's literally just the way in like because Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards, and Henry Ruggs all have such different skill sets, and they're all getting utilized and spread out so way. Besides Darren Waller, Henry Re- Hunt- Hunter Renfro <laughs> has the uh, second most targets on that team. You know what I mean? So like, and no one saw that coming. I mean, he, you know, everyone thought I was gonna be there too. So I mean, big. I'm a big go get Hunter Renfro fan. I would even flex him this week. Um, he's gonna be my flex this game. I'm sorry I said it early, but I'm gonna flex Hunter Renfro this week. And um, but yeah, I'm a huge I'm, Brian Edwards fan. Um, and I really like what I've seen out of him this year. I know it's all at overtime, and he gets your heart racing whenever he's in your lineup. So uh, I totally get that. Um, but I think he's going to continue to come more and more on. Um, he has looked really good, uh, just in terms of, um, the air yards he's commanding, the catches he's making. Some of them are in double coverage. Um, They are all looking really good, man. It's crazy. They are. are. Uh, even rugs. I mean, I think rugs is a play here. 
again, Henry Ruggs is that big. If you're looking for the guy that's going to get you the 60-yard touchdown. I don't know that I feel confident in any of those receivers, uh, but no. I do think that you can stream all of them. Um, you can f- throw any one of them in your flex, and one of them is going to give you a game. I'm confident in Carr. I'm confident in Waller. Um, and then the running back situation is just a nightmare. Uh, Peyton yeah. Barber had 111 yards last week. Yeah, you heard that right. 2021 and Peyton Barber at 111 yards. What the hell are we living in? Um, Kenyon Drake did his normal pass catching duties. They're paying him $10 million over two years to catch a couple of asses and run out of the backfield. But yeah, there's so much going on in that backfield. I'm staying away from it. And I think you should do avoid it. Like the plank. Heard it here first. Yep. Um, who's your flex? Oh, you said Hunter Renfro, didn't you? Hunter Renfro for my flex. Um, and I'll flex Brian Edwards this week. Uh, I think he's going to have a good game. All right. We did it. We made it all the way to the end. And look at this. We did it shorter than we normally do. So congratulations to us. Uh, Something we've been working on is getting our takes more consolidated and less redundant. So you're welcome, everyone. And (laughs) and so a part of that, you guys, when we're doing our boom and bust, instead of giving you 12 players a week, so which is ridiculous, we're going to boo it down to three booms and three boom busts, at least for this week, see how we like it. Yeah, like we said, we told you we're not mathematicians, and 24 players ended up being a lot for us. <laughs> 20, 20, projecting 24 players is not like projecting. It's like taking dart throws. <laughs> and that's how you come in 2-10 and 10 or 3-9 and nine or whatever the hell I did last <laughs> week. Um, all right, so starting off, Sam, you want to give us your first boom? Yeah, man, I'm going to go Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson really is going to have a game this week. I'm uh, really excited about it. And so I think you should start him and expect him to exceed his uh, floor against the San Francisco 49ers. And my first one is going to be DeAndre Swift. Um, He's projected 14 points. Uh, I get that the matchup's more difficult, but this man has looked like lightning in a bottle. And he is getting a bunch of passes um, as well as getting some rushing work. I love him this week uh, and this season. So uh, I'm going Swift. Um, I'm going to go. My second and boom is going to be Kareem Hunt. I think I might have actually done him three of the four weeks now. But I think he's really good, and without Jarvis Landry and with the limited on OBJ, he really is going to be involved in that passing game. I would expect him to find a touchdown against the Vikings because this is just going to be a shootout, run-heavy game, and I think Kareem Hunt is going to have his piece. My next one is going to be Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's projected 14.5 points. Um, going against this Raiders team, I just I, I think the volume is going to be there for Keenan to see, to see much more than this. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, so I'm going Keenan Allen with confidence. Sure. My last one is going to be Sam Darnold. He's only projected at 18.5, but I'm guessing that he is not going to have any problems breaking that 20-point threshold against the Cowboys, who have allowed 27 or 28 points a game to the quarterback. And I'm going to go, uh, my last one is Darren Waller. Um, he's projected 13 points, and that's just simply too low. They're going to be in a shootout. Uh, he's going to get the targets. Uh, yeah, I like Darren Waller this week a lot. Yeah. Who's your first All bust? Right. My first bust is going to be Darren Waller. I think with Jacoby Brissett and against the Indiana defense, the uh, Miami offense is just going to be stunted and not be able to produce. He's projected 10.7 points, and I don't see uh, – 
Darren Waller finish or uh, Will Fuller finish in there. I was like, did you say Darren Waller? <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> All right, that was Will Fuller for everyone listening. Um, my next bust is Amari Cooper. Um, I just really don't like what I've seen the last two weeks out of him. Hey, man, he'll get three good weeks a season. Everything else in that is a disappointment. He's also playing through injury right now, which makes me even more turned off from him. So at 14 and a half points, I, I just don't think he's going to get there. 100%. Uh, my second bust is going to be Kenny Galladay. He's going to be seeing Marshawn Lattimore on the other side of the line. And um, I just think he's really going to have a hard time. I think especially with Sterling Shepard, he's going to be the focus of the defense. They might hyper-target him, but I do think Darius Slayton, if he ends up playing, will be the guy. So Kenny Galladay could be on the bus list forever for the whole season. Like He could just forever be and he sitting might. right there. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> he, no, he I went... When I opened my phone and saw that he signed with the New York Giants, I literally went, no! <laughs> it's literally the worst place he could have gone! It's the worst place he could have gone. Uh, my bust is going to be Devin Singletary this week. Um, I just don't think he'll be utilized. I think it's going to be more of a Zach Moss game, and the Bills love to pass it, so I'm, I'm fading Singletary. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Devin Singletary is really going to lose his red zone uh, threat to Zach Moss, and that sucks. You don't want a running back that can't score touchdowns. No. No. Um, my last bus is going to be Dak Prescott. I think against the Carolina D, he will be held under that 20-point threshold. Right now he's projected at 22.7. I think it's going to be a very Zeke-heavy game, and uh, I think Dak Prescott's going to be – I think he'll play well, but I just think fantasy-wise it's not going to translate to a successful day. And my last one is going to be Saquon. Um, Saquon Barkley, really last week, you you saw promise, but um, you know hold that memory very high in your head because you're not going to see it this week. He is going to get stuffed at the line against that stout New Orleans front, um, and so I'm fading him this week. Mm, uh, there you go. All right. Thanks for joining us through this uh, whole week. Um, Sam, where can they find you? Oh, sorry. Did you want to put something yeah, in there? No, I was just going <laughs> to say, hey, guys, you can uh, always follow me at uh, just my name with two M's at the end. Uh, Sam underscore Graham, uh, S-A-M-M underscore G-R-A-H-A-M-M. I probably have to switch it to something easier soon because... I don't. I don't feel like spelling it out every time. It's a pain you know? in the ass to hear you spell it out every time. So I'm yeah, with you on yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me FFF underscore Hermdog. Uh, there's the normal amount of letters and everything, so I don't have to go on this tangent like Sam just did. Um, shoot us over your questions, feedback, all that good nonsense. Uh, we'll maybe probably listen to you. Uh, yeah, guys. Hey, so next week we're going to be we're planning on having our first guests on. Uh, I think you probably have heard of them, but it should be a good time. And uh, we're going to just kind of see do a diagnosis of where the league is at and see what's going on so far. So we'll leave you with that surprise. And uh, thanks for joining. All right, good guys, luck next let's week. Let's have a good week. Take care.